Energy. Energy, energy, energy. <laughs> Did you just say Rochelle Obama? Michelle. Michelle. Okay, because I thought you said Rochelle Obama. I know I have a thick accent. <laughs> What's your name? Sarah. <laughs> These people aren't calling me Mustang. Because everyone says to me, <laughs> Do people call you Mustang? <laughs> And I'm like, not twice. <laughs> I use my fake name. <laughs> What's your fake name? Sally. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sarah. Hey, Sally. How are you? You feeling better? Yes, thank you. Yeah, I don't know if I said, but last week Sarah was out sick. Oh, she probably didn't say. <laughs> yeah, I probably just went, yeah, she's finally gone. Ding dong. <laughs> I'm melting. <laughs> um, well, first of all, uh, we're going to be talking about homophobia um, this week. But before we start talking about that, I just want to mention oh, um, that uh, you, everyone knows how much I love Loving Annabelle, the film, the picture. The controversial film. Yeah, only you think it's controversial. Um, but I read over the weekend that uh, Diane Gadry, um, who was in it, uh, passed away, I think, on the 30th of January or 31st or something, of breast cancer. Um and Sarah, I knew she was sick and I knew there was some crowdfunding and stuff to help her with her medical bills and stuff. And last I had read that she was getting better, um, but apparently not. So not I'm really, clearly. Yeah, so I'm really sad about that and um, I have to watch Loving Annabelle again. She's, uh, yeah, she was a great. That's an in memoriam. She's a great lady. So, yeah, so very, very sad about that. Um, but this week we're talking. Okay, way to start the show on a high note. I know, but everyone knows how much I love that movie, um, and I just wanted to say that that had happened because a lot of our listeners also love that movie. So, yeah, Bae. I'm just keeping. Up, Don't call me Bae. Just keeping everyone up to date with the news. Um, so homophobia, Sarah. Uh, in the news this week, there was a teeny weeny article. I'm not sure if. Uh, People might. Yeah, um, the guy from Empire, um, Jussie Smollett, um, was attacked this week in Chicago um, in a homophobic kind of thing. Which, Racist and homophobic, apparently. Yeah, I. it still blows my mind that this, this shit is happening, and I know it is, hmm. but it blows my mind that people can be beaten in the street like that for being gay or being a person of colour or anything like that. It blows my mind. And I really like him too. He's such a sweet guy. Have you ever watched Empire? No. Mm. Well, maybe you should because <laughs> he's got a beautiful voice too. Um, but he released a statement the other day, um, which was cool because he said um, that, he's okay and that my body is strong but my soul is stronger um and then he also said that um these types of cowardly attacks are happening to my sisters brothers and non-gender conforming siblings daily 
I am not and should not be looked upon as an isolated incident. Um, but, yeah, so he said it was important to lead with love in all these kind of situations, which is true. Mm. Um, what, what are your thoughts on this kind of thing, this homophobic attack? <laughs> I think we all know my answer to that. What? Like I said to you, if I had survived in Gilead <laughs> with The Handmaid's Tale, I'm just saying several people would have been tortured. <laughs> what? That is my retribution. As I'm in... not a lead with love in that circumstance. Oh, okay. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So you're saying that you you don't forgive. Um, uh, have we met? Yeah, no, we have met. Um <laughs> Sarah doesn't like forgiveness. Um, no, okay, I, I, okay, I get you. Because I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, uh, hello, we're recording. Um, <laughs> who are you? No, I look, I understand what he's saying, though, um, because I think it only eats you up if you are vengeful and, and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, but it's happening all the time. That's true. Yeah, homophobic attacks are happening all the time. But you, but I find the difficulty with that is you still want to punish them. It's not like if they were found, you wouldn't be pressing charges. Well, no, that's the thing. Like they're going, it's going to be dealt with with the law. Like hmm. the police have got like there's an image but or something. That's not really love, is it? No, well, it's the law, though. So I yes, mean, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, here, but I think he's saying though that you can't sit there and be hateful and and all that. Like, don't you know? Like, say for instance, the way I'm feeling about the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, oh, God. I really needed to come down from the ledge there because um, Manila has been robbed of the win. Um, but we can talk about that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sure, let me pencil that in my diary. Yeah. So, no, but I think I think it is. It, it is better. Like, do you hear much about it in Australia? Like homophobic attacks? Every now and then. Yeah, I know there was um, that big case um, in Queensland where those guys were beaten in the church a guy was beaten I think he was killed in the churchyard um in Townsville or something I think and that that was the that's when we had the gay panic defense hmm. um law and that's what the guy who beat him and killed him used as a defense gay panic that this guy had come on to him um um what were you doing in the yeah the back of the church yeah. late at night well I mean we say, mm, that seems weird. Mm. Um, just out for a stroll, just walking the dog. But the fact that we even had that law mm. in Queensland, Australia, um, up until last year. Oh, it's not surprising to me. Yeah, and the fact that, so basically <clears throat> you could beat someone to death and then when you went to trial you would say, well, no, he was trying to come on to me. Uh, and I was defending myself. And that was perfectly fine. That was a, a perfectly fine defence. 
for the court but not for like public opinion like people were kind of like you fucking motherfucker like who the hell does that but that's I mean that's Australia as well and this is what this is what bugs me about all this stuff is that you know like people like Scott Morrison and that have these these big ideas Scott Morrison's our prime minister you know about you know how to deal with you know trans kids in schools and um you know like that religious report thing that they were dealing with last year Mm. about um you know schools being able to kick out or not accept lgbt students you know this is the kind of thing that they don't realize is it they're they're setting this up for i'm sure they realize oh it just how can you be like that how can you just set something up like that for people to go oh well they aren't really worth anything because that's what some people think and then they become lawmakers Mm. what about what about trans stuff because i know that there's been a lot of murders especially in the u.s with trans women Mm. um, who aren't getting the attention um that usually because they're women of color yeah so what do you i mean what do you think about that no, I just think it's a greater issue about <clears throat> men's relationship with women and sex mm. and just um, after watching the Ted Bundy confessions, um, <laughs> how his, you know, psychological opinion was women were less than subservient. That's how society is. But do you, th- but do you think that's why they're being killed? Is because of that? I think there's still an element of that. There's still also an element of, and I'm not saying this happens in all circumstances, but I know in some circumstances that some trans women don't tell men, yeah, and then get into an intimate situation, and of course do not support violence, and. Just fucking walk away. Mm. But I don't know. That was a big thing for me. I don't meet somebody and plan to have intimacy with them without them understanding. Yeah, well, you're very, very, very upfront about that stuff, aren't you? Mm. Like, and I think that you have to be. Yeah, to be safe. Yeah, well, it's about anything. If you're going to be intimate with somebody, you know, you've got to be upfront about STDs and, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Like. I mean, who doesn't have an STD? But <laughs> I'm kidding. Not I me. I don't have one. But hundred percent safe all the time. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's better to be upfront than be a jerk about it. And I'm not also using that as a defence, but I'm just saying, adding that on to this already structured societal norm that these people are freaks and worthless. Of course, that's going to be somebody's reaction to that, especially males whose masculinity is then questioned. Mm. That is what's going to happen. And for as much as I want the status quo to change in a lot of circumstances in the world, you still need to work within the world that you're living at the moment. And... You need to understand that that's a possibility from someone. Mm. 
especially intimately, that is very unique. That is very personal. Yeah. But then it becomes broader because then it becomes about, and I know this only from my experience, and I do believe most men talk about their sexual partners, that they would feel odd about that. You mean talk to their friends about their yeah, sexual partners? Yeah, it's like if it ended up being a transgender person like a, and they weren't expecting that. Mm. Has anything ever happened to you? Yeah. What stuff have you gone through? Nothing I really want to discuss here. Oh. Is <laughs> well, I'm a- not going into specific details, but, yes, I've had – I knew one really bad negative experience, but in other experiences which have just piggybacked on what I've said, just men being in that feeling that they were in that position of power and getting a bit rough. Mm. I, I've never had any violence, um, but I've had people shout stuff at me and, and stuff like that, like, you know, dyke, lesbian. I'm like, people that shout lesbian at you, I'm like, okay. It's like someone shouting lady at you. It's like, yeah, I am a lesbian. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, it's weird stuff. Like, it's just – and it's always – it's always boys and men and stuff. And that's the thing I find too, people who are most threatened about my sexuality are men. Mm. Um, and I know I can walk into a room of people and I'm very good now at scanning the room to see and to feel where the hatred is coming oh, from. Oh, actually, and I probably have talked about it before, it did remind me, sorry, two experiences. I had had quite a smooth transition, no real negativity, Went to work, went shopping, went out with my friends, no issue. But that time I went on the date with the guy and we ended up at the pub. In oh, the yeah, city. that was terrible. Like, that is the first and only time somebody has actually called me out. Mm. And you know what I did, bitch? I walked away. Yeah, bitch. Because what else were you going to do? I, I couldn't have seen you fighting him. Well, my dad's giving me pointers. <laughs> um, I feel like I would be better than you. Actually, I don't know. No. I think you'd really. I think if I was put into a position, I think you'd really kick some ass. There would be a lot of uh, pent up resentment from my years of Your whole bullying life. at high yeah. school <laughs> and primary school, where I never fought back. Yeah, but now being in a adult mode and being quite frustrated by it I feel I could go to town on somebody yeah not that I would ever plan to but I'm just saying watch out (laughs) what about when you walk into a room do you feel anything no I don't really have those thoughts anymore it's definitely was part of it at the start of transition because you think about that because it is a change, especially yeah. for you. Even though it's something you've thought about, it, you still know there's a difference in how you're presenting, how you're dressing, how you're interacting. Yeah. But no, not anymore. You well, don't think about it. What I was saying before, before you rudely interrupted me, 
Um, I had an interesting story. <laughs> was you know, I can walk into a room and I can tell who who I'm going to have an issue with, and that might that and that isn't necessarily Not only the older ladies. <laughs> that isn't necessarily um, violence, but it's it, it's it's an opinion of me and. Um, you know, people ignore you and men especially, they, you know, they, they're they very threatened sometimes. And I think because of the kind of lesbian. You are. Yeah, I guess, and I wear bow ties and, and you know, that kind of stuff. Like, And not florals. Well, that new shirt I have is, is quite Yeah, florally. it was a joke, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm not a girly girl, I guess. Oh, God. Um, but. I think yeah, they, they they do. I can tell who's gonna who I'm gonna have a, have a problem with. Like, there's gonna be trouble in in one way or another. Like, you know, and that sometimes you're walking into a room at work, and you know, people that you need to work with, and you know, you're gonna have trouble with them. And that's sometimes a a background thing. It's sometimes a religious thing. That you know, like, but I'm kind of like, oh, yes, here we are again. I never think about. I always think of it. I always yeah, but know. You're in your head a lot. No, but you can you can tell. Like there's a you can you can actually tell. Like there's going to be. I am in my head a lot, but I do know, and it's usually men um, who who have an issue. I guess I don't really scan. Oh my god, I'm always scanning. How can always you not? Always looking for a problem. <laughs> not looking. Always looking for the problem. No, I'm not always looking. Always the victim looking <laughs> for the bully. No, I'm not always looking for a problem. I'm just saying I'm I'm used to there being a problem. Um, and so I'm aware that there potentially could be a problem for somebody else about me. Hmm. And, you know, usually people have no no issues. Um, you know, I, I won an award for you know, being best dressed at work and stuff. Um, oh, dapper. Um, yeah, thanks, guys. Um, I did campaign quite heavily for that award, truth be told. And she was um, on the entrant. <laughs> um, whatever. <laughs> Love your hair. Hope you win. Um, but, no, you know, so I, I don't know. I just think there is. And I think having, you know, grown up and, dealt with people yelling lesbian out in the street to you, you know, or fuck off dyke or, you know, stuff like that. Like, especially, you know. Well, then why don't you? (laughs) (laughs) I remember walking through when I was living at West End, I remember walking through West End and I was just walking past these group of guys and one of them (laughs) said to me, hey, lesbian, and I was like. Did you, like, give a little salute? No, I was just like, hey. Hey, guys. I was just like, hey. like Lesbian on duty. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Protect and serve. Like, <laughs> let me let me build you something, fellas. Um, <laughs> uh, no, nobody would want me to build them anything. But, yeah, but it's like, I, I'm kind of like, why would you even have to fucking say it? Like, I don't go, hey, hetero. Like when people are walking past me, or hey, somebody who's really confused about their sexuality and denying it, you know, like I, I'm not, I'm not calling people out like that. Like, I'm, oh, and I'm not. God, I can't even keep my hands. Okay, to there's myself. a microphone in front of you. I can't Remember keep my that? hands to myself. <laughs> Thanks, Selena. Yeah, no worries. What's happening with Selena Gomez? This is a side issue. Last I, I heard, know. she was in rehab. 
you even hear that? I don't know how I hear it. God, no, obviously somebody's got an NW subscription. <laughs> I um I remember the first time um that I really heard about a homophobic attack was Matthew Shepard mm. in the US and that really kind of shook me. Um That was very generational defining, I think. Yeah. Even here. It definitely was in America, I think. Yeah, it really shook me what happened there. And I think, you know, have we have we forgotten about that kind of stuff now? Like, or, or is it still, is it, are we still thinking about that? Like, no, I don't think we do. It was like that Kathy Griffin episode where she went to find the gay youths. And then mm. they went for a march and they didn't really know about Matthew Shepard and that's a good 10 years ago. Yeah. So being another 10 years, I just don't think they have the connection to it. Yeah. I wonder how many people who are listeners know about Matthew Shepard. I should post an article on Facebook. Um, because it's still, to this day, I still am very moved and emotional about it. Like, that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, the fact that someone could actually do that to another person and just leave him there to die. Mm. Um, yeah, but that was very, that, that had a, quite an impact on me when that happened. And I remember we had just gotten the internet, like as in, because <laughs> that's how old I am, um, <laughs> and we hadn't had it before. That was amazing. That was just kind of the internet where... If someone needed to be on the phone and someone else was on the internet, my sister and I had one of the biggest fights we've ever had because I kept dialing in on the motor while she was on the phone to her now husband. Um, and we were just like, like, I need to go online, on the line. Um, I think it was on ICQ and stuff. Remember that? Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, and, and then I remember reading about that, about Matthew Shepard, and I remember – I contacted, um, I think it was his friend or something, and I'd had a few emails with his friend about it because it was probably something his friend didn't want to talk about with me, but it it, it impacted me that much. So. But I'm sure you forced your way in. I did, as I do now, trying to get interviews and stuff with people. But, yeah, I mean, that's, someone, that's something really good. We should do something about Matthew Shepard um, on the show. That would be really interesting. Yes. So what do you think about Australia in general? Um, are we homophobic as a rule or? No, <laughs> nothing's a rule. No, but do you think we're a homophobic country? <clears throat> elements, yes. Yeah. I think, you know what the elements are? I think it's the political elements. But I think the isms go together. It's like Cronulla a few years ago with the racist riots and then down in Victoria mm. over this summer. If racism still exists, you know homophobia will. Yeah, I mean, and I know that I said I wasn't going to bring it up this season, but even with the marriage equality survey. Um, <laughs> you said you weren't going to, so don't. Yeah. Stick with that Yeah, thought. I know, but I just have one thing to say um, about uh, the homophobia that was happening through that. And I know a friend of mine said um, that her friend got spat at in the street um, because of it. I mean, what the fuck? And there's an article, you know, I was reading recently because I still can't let it go um, about a woman who had 
rocks and stuff thrown at her windows and stuff. Like, and this is the thing I don't understand about governments. This is the thing I don't understand about America at the moment. And I don't understand about all of those places that are making these terrible rules. Um, is that they don't understand that these, well, they do understand, I guess, but they don't care that by making these rules and these laws and stuff, like they're just making it worse for us. Like, I'm sure they do. But they're not forward thinking. I how don't can find you not be forward, forward thinking? thinking? I do not understand how a government cannot be forward thinking. That this stuff is is being. Because they seem to only deal with the here and now and what the next election will be. But this stuff, like a whole bunch of people, like Trump with you know the trans people and the military and stuff, like he just fucking takes laws away whenever he wants and puts them in, like. Mm. Kind of just this, that, and the other. I mean, I know there are a hell of a lot more issues with Trump than that, but you know, even just with Scott Morrison, I know he won't get in next election because he's a no. big fucking tool. We'll see. Yeah, well, he's a big fucking tool, and um, you know, his his basis is religion, but I don't think that should be a part of politics. It has to be separate. Like, you're not making the the laws for people like yourself like it's for everybody we deserve not to be beaten in the streets like we deserve to be able to walk down the street and not be yelled at or screamed at or beaten up or or anything like that we deserve fucking jobs we deserve to be recognized as parents you know all that kind of stuff like you get to be recognized as a woman and and to live your life exactly how you want to be I want to get married or you know all this kind of stuff like i don't know that i want to get married um oh god and who'd want to <laughs> um yeah but i fought for the right so others could <laughs> but that's yeah that's the thing like why when when are we ever going to be able to just live and and to not worry when we walk into a room that some motherfucker is going to make life difficult or make a comment or you know you're not going to get um a, a job or or something like that like all the trouble i had recently at my previous job you know like about you know who gave birth to your daughter like fuck off you can't ask me that shit like it's crazy mm. when is this going to happen is this ever going to happen do you ever see in the future that that's quite a rhetorical question <laughs> but even the stuff that just happened with this jussie guy like are we ever going to be able to walk down the street and not have some drunk buffoon beat the living shit out of you and pour some fucking chemical on you because you're black and gay. What the fuck? I'm finished now. Deep breath. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like mouth. at what point? At you what do point? understand. It just frustrates you. Yeah, I do. I do understand it. It frustrates so me. So use your words. But I don't understand at what point it will just, We can we just wake up? And, and live and not be afraid of what might happen when you walk to the train station past because, all of those guys that hang around on the corner. Because most people won't give a shit until it impacts them. Hmm. And this is why I think it's important. And, you know, when I was talking with Rodney Croom and stuff, like it's about telling stories. It's about making sure people's stories are out there. Hmm. Um, and I think that's with our podcast is, is something that we're really passionate about is getting people's stories out there. And, and letting people hear about other people's experience. Like your experience at school was horrendous. I did not have that same experience, you know, but I still, it still hurts me to listen to it. And I also laugh. Um, but yeah, I think we need to get more stories out and that's what we're going to be doing on this podcast. More stories, more people's stories about lives and stuff. 
So lives and people's stories. Yeah, lives and people's okay. stories. Now I'm getting worked up. Please talk because I'm just going to relax for a minute. Okay, that's great. Um, she'll butt in in a second. <laughs> oh, uh, actually, I will just say. Let uh, <laughs> Well, we're nearly finished anyway. So I just want to say um, just be kind to each other. I, that's all I can ask. If you're straight and you're listening to this, please be aware that LGBT people are living daily with this stuff like and hearing this stuff and worrying about this stuff I mean you don't worry about walking into a room Sarah but I do in an, and in, in a professional environment as well I, I worry because I don't dress like the other ladies at work and I don't I'm much more ladies. I'm much more stylish um but you know I do there is a dapperness to me oh, shut <laughs> up. um but, yeah, I don't know. If you are straight and you are listening, um, just spare a thought, just a tiny thought. What are you looking at me like that for? Are we done? What are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Madonna. Have you calmed down? Yeah, I've calmed down. I'm going to be seeing Trixie Mattel this week. Um, anyone who oh, knows me. Oh, she's not done apparently. Um, knows <laughs> how much I love Trixie. Um, it's a sit-down concert. That's exciting. I know. I can't wait. Trixie's music. Oh, it's going to be fucking fabulous. But yeah. What do you got on this week? Just work. Nothing that interesting. Yeah. That's good. At least you got a job. Oh. There's a heap of people that don't. Okay. <laughs> I knew why I said that. Um, all right. Have you got anything else to say? Sorry I got worked up, guys. Um, but also, have a great week. We'll see you next week. <laughs> oh, sorry, can I speak now? You can speak. Okay, well, I get to say goodbye at least. Yeah, quickly. <laughs> um, and tell three friends about our podcast um, or share it online because, um, you know, it's a fun podcast. It's good. We like it. And I, know sure. that, I know that there's a few of you out there who like it. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.